The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter, but that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Virginia Dickens. Virginia is a writer and comedian living in Harlem. In her summer before college, Virginia was balancing a new fling while learning how to handle some mental health issues. She then moved to New York City and tried her best to hold on to her life back home while embracing her new one, but things got complicated. Hey, Virginia, how's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. Yeah, just like interacting with somebody for the first time today. Just like <laughs> Me too. <laughs> having to be like, oh God, b- people. Uh, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, um, wild. <laughs> why would you interact with people on a Tuesday? Yes, I guess most people would, but I just uh, working from home this week, so mm. there you go. <laughs> I didn't have to work today, so yeah, I slept in. Um, cool. What did you want to talk about today? I wanted to talk about a relationship I had when I was 18 years old at one of those very pivotal moments in a young adult's life of transitioning from being at home to college first real love whirlwind uh things like that yeah <laughs> all the all the coming of age coming things of age happening. things oh yeah. yes oh yes uh cool yeah where where so where does it start or like uh so this starts in cincinnati ohio which okay. is where i'm from okay and it starts at the last day of my senior year of high school oh, okay so where i'm done with high school uh All my friends and I are gearing up to go down to Tennessee. Uh, our one friend's family had a place down, still does have a place down there. And it was her graduation gift to have a bunch of friends go down to the lake house, boats, jet skis, beer. Yeah, just that like we're done with high school. Let's go party mm-hmm. for a weekend or whatever. Yes. So literally school ended. We're in the cars like on our way. Um but I guess also it, it's important to give like a bit of context to what I was going through at this time uh, because this was a really tough year of high school, even though, you know, I graduated good grades and going to uh, NYU in the fall, so leaving Cincinnati. Uh, but I also was very recently around this time diagnosed with depression and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, and it wasn't like like the, it had been building up for years, as most of this stuff does. But it got to a really dark place, and I was in a pretty dark place um, in the midst of all of this. Uh, so it wasn't the super happy-go-lucky end of the school year that I think most seniors might experience. Um, I was just beginning some type of treatment for what I had been going through, but. I was like, you know what? This is a fun weekend. I'm going. So <laughs> yeah, it's like I guess there's other. Those are like the other coming of age things of like, yes. oh, this is stuff that I have to deal with as an adult, mm-hmm. and it's gonna happen simultaneously. Other do all these other things happening, like people partying and going to college and stuff like that. Like I have to deal with my own stuff also. Right. Yeah, yeah, a balance that I didn't quite know how to handle. And I, I mean, it was also like I had been dealing with it by myself for a while. And it was kind of convincing someone to get me a doctor's appointment. Because you're also at that weird age where you don't want to, like, book your own doctor's appointments. You live at home with your parents. And 
yeah so yeah and you don't know how to like fully <laughs> bring up that conversation no with, like, it's it's difficult and i didn't tell any of my you know my friends didn't know it was very personal and very like i was just sleeping all sleeping constantly not showering kind of you know all of those yeah yeah, so you had, this thing going, you had this thing going on behind the scenes that you were keeping away from your purse, like this, how you were showing yourself to the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, at the time, everyone's like, oh, we're happy. This, all this stuff is happening. And right. you're just like, yeah, I'm this, but I'm also like this too. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, regardless, I was really excited to go on this trip. Um, yeah. Something about boats and water always just makes me very happy. Uh, so we go. And... The first night we're there, uh, so my friend whose house it is, um, she has an older brother, and her older brother wasn't there yet, but a good family friend and a friend of her brother's. Okay. Uh, TC is his name, or he goes by TC, was there. And he, they, her parents, who were there too, but they asked him to come down for the weekend, help, they have two boats, so help drive one of the boats, <laughs> kind of keep an eye on us youngins. Yeah. Um, so TC was 21 at the time, and I was 18, and... That weekend was just like the, like honestly one of the best weekends of my life because like we come down, it's like a fridge stocked with beer. We're just on the water, like slightly buzzed all day, listening to country music and all this stuff. And then I met this and I met this guy and uh, I guess I should, you know, to kind of describe what he's like, I guess he's kind of a stereotypical country guy from Ohio, if that makes sense. Uh like yeah. would wear wears baseball hats, uh, drove a pickup truck, smoked cigarettes, loved the red the Cincinnati Reds baseball team. Um, only three years older than me, but somehow just worlds of experience away. In 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 just you could like he could drive a boat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. My standards <laughs> were probably really low at that point, but just had this like sense about him of. Yeah, I guess it's just that confidence of somebody who's like a few years older and kind of figured a few more things out and probably being around slightly younger people and being like, oh, I get you people. Like, mm-hmm. I just... Like, and naturally to Coolness have, about him, right? I, yes, very an easy talker. and But also, I've I've always gravitated towards people older than me yeah. from of super young age. Uh, so I meet him on this trip and nothing happens. You know, we talk and all these things, but I was just... I left and I'm like, I can't get this guy out of my head. And... Uh, so I got his phone number and reached out to him. And a, a big kind of tradition for young people in Cincinnati is there's this uh, outdoor concert venue down on the Ohio River called Riverbend. And it's huge and part of it's outdoors with a giant lawn and everyone goes. I mean, we would go like in high school and like you get drunk and you dance on the lawn and you mingle with people. It's like a big social event. And uh, I was going to one of these concerts and told him and so he was like I'll go too and uh I met him at this concert and I didn't tell any of my friends either because I was like I can't tell anyone it's it might be weird I you know I was kept it a secret uh and so I went to the concert with all my friends and then like ditched them immediately and went and found him on the lawn (laughs) and again it was this like blissful night of just dancing and drinking beer and just like kissing and just having so much fun and this like drunk couple came up to us like how long have you been together you know like all of those (laughs) things where where'd you meet and he was like we met on the water and I'm like ah Uh, and and then in there he asked me out on a date and I was just literally on cloud nine and so all of these this these like dark months I was experiencing up before this moment 
uh, it just, like in juxtaposition, I was just, I felt amazing. Yeah, like you had this amazing weekend, and then that like jumped onto this thing. And so was this like the first time that the two of you had like had like romance or like kissed or anything like did this was the first time so i guess he told me kind of after the fact i guess he thought he kind of shot his shot at the lake and didn't think i was interested okay and so when i texted him he was surprised and i he had a date lined up that next night with somebody else and he canceled it okay when i so i think yeah. yeah you were both like kind of interested in each other but nothing came out until this concert right yeah uh, and so then, you know, from there he asks me out and sh- a few days later, probably, or the following week, okay. we go out on a date that again was, he picks me up, brings flowers, we go to dinner. Uh, and so even that night we like went back to his place and just like cuddled and like nothing happened. But I just like spent the night and he was like, I've never spent the night just holding, I literally held on to you the whole night. And <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so again, I'm just like in pure bliss uh and i'm like what depression what eating disorder like it wasn't even a concern really it was just completely out of the picture yeah. at this point point. and was this also like your first kind of like romantic like had you dated anybody before this or like i had a, a boyfriend the the summer ish uh, someone i the summer before but i had known him for years okay he was a fellow theater guy and but that was a lot more like puppy love very innocent yeah uh, i think we were both each other's kind of like first boyfriend girlfriend and uh, so this was definitely more intense. Yeah, because I guess it's like, yeah, when you're having this like kind of older guy, but then there's all this extra like passion and just this, I don't, yeah, this whole like holding you through the night type of thing, like <laughs> yeah. which feels very, yeah, it feels like very intimate, right? At right. that time, I mean, it, I guess it does today still, but like, yeah, at that time, you're like, wow, this is so different or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like that, you're like kind of pulled into that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we, I mean, pretty quickly after that started to officially date and he uh was always initially i remember telling a friend i was like he's like in the pool and my toes are in like he was from the beginning yeah, very all in. very all in and in the back of my mind i was like oh i'm going to new york in the fall and i'll i'll probably just break up with him before <laughs> famous last words yeah uh, like you, <laughs> you saw like the trajectory of like this guy is great but also i'm Starting a new life in a different city mm-hmm. in two months or whatever. Yes, uh, but you know, I mean, the the relationship, I guess, wasn't always great. I was very happy in it, but I had family members. Uh, my cousin actually knew him uh, from, I think, grade school and middle school, and was like, "Virginia, don't. <laughs> what are you doing with this guy?" <laughs> like, and uh, <laughs> and I had friends who had known him for a while because they were good friends with my friend that family and they again were like what are you doing with this with this guy and he definitely had this like rough shell exterior but would give me this attention that I think I really needed as well and made me feel really special and I did I told him about depression eating disorder all these things I was going through and he was you know in hindsight now uh probably didn't as much try to empathize as more just was like I don't care about that stuff you know I just like you (laughs) yeah like I'll just sort of ignore this stuff and it doesn't matter to me because you're yeah like and kind of dismissed it but didn't but still made me feel like oh he doesn't care about my flaws and of course I'm going through this yeah period of time where I just hate everything about myself so anyone liking anything about me I'm gonna be super drawn to yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) like yeah you're getting a lot of attention and validation and that feels great especially 
one at that age and two yeah with the other stuff you're dealing with at that time of like oh this is great to have somebody like love me in a way that feels very genuine right Mm -hmm. and he did speaking of love me he did pretty like maybe a couple months after that he called me one night he had been like drinking with a friend though but he was like i think i love you and i (laughs) didn't know what to say and I think I said thank you or something and he kind of retracted it the next day but it was still out there and I think it was definitely one of those things where I then started to fall for him again he was so into it at the beginning and I caught up um throughout the summer uh but there there were issues um the main probably the biggest point of contention was at the time I was still a virgin and he was absolutely like just very much not uh, again part of ba- probably back to that experience thing I was like kind of drawn to and uh at first it was not a big deal and I think it became a deal uh that was one of the things he, uh, another thing he he never wanted to really hang out with me and my friends because we were younger I mean three years younger but still uh yeah so I spent a lot of time either with him and his friends or I'd I'd leave to go see my friends for a bit and then leave and go back to stay with him like it was me trying to juggle a lot of a lot of things um kind of to make him happy in that way uh and so I guess where things start to go south it's more the end of summer now and he wanted to go back to that lake house where we first met, uh, but plan a trip with more just him and his friends, and he wanted me to go. Okay. And my mom wouldn't let me, which uh, still, it seems, you know, I'm doing all these adult things now. I'm staying at my boyfriend's place. I mean, I was lying to her. I didn't tell her I stayed over at his place, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I was doing all of this stuff, and I'm going to New York next year, and I think it was... My mom being a little bit, first of all, like, don't get wrapped up in a guy when you're going off to college. Like, you're, it's not worth it. And yeah, also, like, going back to almost, like, the person, that that mindset you had at the beginning of this thing of, like, okay, this is a nice thing, but I'm yeah going to college. I mean, at this point, I was like, oh, we'll probably stay together. Like, I wasn't. Yeah, at all. Ch- had your- yeah, this is, like, in August now, kind of counting down the clock. And my mom wouldn't let me go. And he went with his friends anyways and couldn't understand and I, it kind of shows our different upbringings of him being like, if I, I would just say I was going and go. And yeah, like he was upset that one, you couldn't go, but two, you didn't just be like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, and I was, it was, yeah, and I, I don't know, it was a weird, it was a weird moment of, I think my mom having my best interest and also maybe wanting to put her foot down as like her last. Yeah, moment this is, of power I'm not over get me. A lot more opportunities. <laughs> uh, but she was just like, "It's not necessary right now." And of course, I'm like, "I want to have a fun weekend with my boyfriend. Maybe I'll have sex with him. Who knows?" I didn't tell yeah, her that. Uh, yeah, maybe this will be the weekend. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't go, and pretty shortly after, he returns from that trip and breaks up with me. And it was pretty. I was actually pretty sudden, and I was actually a little caught off guard. Uh, I was at work. I was nannying and he just called me and was like oh, I don't think this is really working out for me and I think he brought up the sex thing too as like being part of it or like intimacy lack of intimacy or something like that where I'm like I'm Ugh. just like a nervous 18 year old um, yeah and so you know I was upset like I was really upset with that um whole th- thing but I was you know I guess probably for the best uh had my friends over had Chinese food all of that stuff but then, and this is where then things 
start to get messier. Uh, because for me, you end a relationship, it's over. We don't talk anymore. We yeah. don't see each other anymore. We're done. And he still would get in touch with me or be like, why are you being distant or things like that where I'm like, well, we you broke up with me. What do you expect yeah, like, me to do? I'm not supposed to hang around anymore. <laughs> right. I'm not going to like hit you up. Uh, so we, I still saw him like a, a few more times before I left. And then how we decided to leave things, which is like the kiss of death is an open relationship, which... <laughs> and no rules were defined, by the way. We just said we would do that. So that's what we did. And I left um, and went to New York. And like immediately off the bat, it was it, there were fights. Uh, I, I don't know how he got this idea in his head that the second I rolled up to college, I would just have sex with everyone in sight. Uh, again, I'm like, do you know me? Like, um yeah oh boy yeah again it's this weird like protected like this like territorial thing right it was territorial without wanting to be official and yeah i was getting very i remember one example he kind of jokingly because i'm like oh we're kind of friends now and he was like oh did you have you kissed anyone yet and i had a funny story i was out at like a club because I was cool when I first moved to New York. Um, <laughs> and there was a guy there that I was dancing with, or so, like a group of us were. But I, in my head, I thought he was gay. So I was like, oh, having fun dancing. And then he went in for this like totally sloppy, awful <laughs> kiss. And so I thought the whole thing was really funny, and I told him about it, and he got really mad. Um, and was like, be honest, how many people have you gotten? You know, like, the, how gotten with since you moved there? All of these things. And I'm like, literally nobody. Uh, yeah, like, this is the most action. And- yeah, I was like, I'm just like figuring my shit out. And I never asked him that question back, uh, which I maybe should have. Um, yeah, it feels like, yeah. <laughs> usually, yeah. usually when someone's trying to bl- accuse you of doing something, they're the ones actually doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's like trying to make them feel better in a way of being like, oh, well, this person's doing this thing too, so uh, I don't have to feel bad about it. Right. You're, so much of what you're experiencing is like very new, right? Like the mm-hmm. world you're going into is totally different where his world is staying the same. Exactly. Yeah. And I think there's probably that little bit of like, oh, she's having this new experience without me and that creeping into his like head of like, oh, she, she, yeah, she's mm-hmm. going to leave me even though we're in this weird thing anyway or whatever that is, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of that. But then I was kind of getting a bit more of a mess myself. Uh, and also, obviously, those issues that I had at the beginning of the summer don't just go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now, and I'm not seeing, I was seeing a therapist that summer as well, and I go to New York, and I'm just not set up for this at all. Like, no one set me up for any type of mental health security moving, going to college for the first time. So I was back, like on an eating disorder I was didn't wasn't convinced my meds were working I started to go off of them on my own I was doing all of the things you're yeah really not supposed to do and I was you know then I would get really drunk and I'd call him and then I'd delete his number and then I'd Facebook message him and then I'd uh it was a lot of whirlwindy stuff like that uh where I was just kind of I you know I was falling apart probably would to an extent. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like getting that support system just pulled out from under you, right? And then showing up at this place and being like, oh, I didn't think that 
this was going to be a thing that happened and now it's happening and I don't know how to deal with it. Right. And I never really learned how to properly deal yeah. with it. Yeah. You didn't have enough yeah. time before leaving to kind of learn what managing this stuff was. No. And, and even over the summer, because I think I put a lot of... Um, my focus was elsewhere and not necessarily on getting better. So even any work I had done on that summer really didn't. Yeah, it was almost help. like you were using him as this way to sort of ignore the other things that you were figuring out about yourself. And you're like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, I think or just f- my, put my focus on him. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so now it's like he's not there. Uh, he, you know like emotionally or physically and I kind of I made one really bold move uh probably around like October of, or some point um in that month and I bought an iHeart New York t-shirt and a card and I wrote in the card some something I can't remember what every all of it said but it did say I love you and I mailed it to him and then I heard nothing for our about a month. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> so that was my bold. But, you know, it was kind of one of those, you know, sometimes you reach a point where you're, you're, you're like, okay, I'm going to put this to rest now. It almost was like I got this off my chest and I feel, um, I, I can almost move on in a way. I felt yeah. like I was moving on. Because it gets it's like maybe you didn't send that as a way to move on because it obviously was like a real feeling. But I guess not getting a response back was sort of the... The, the impetus to make you be like, okay, well, I have to kind of make myself move on now. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so I was feeling good, actually. I remember for a few weeks. And then I started to kind of develop a relationship with someone from NYU. We started to see each other and have a you know romantic relationship. I'm still a virgin at this time. And I, th- I think he was kind of newly not one. Like, he was, like, just not a virgin. Uh, and the that came up and I remember not feeling comfortable like losing my virginity to this guy and maybe because I'm just no fun and a practical person but I was like this isn't gonna last and years down the road people are gonna be like who'd you lose your virginity to (laughs) and simultaneously while this kind of takes off the ground uh I get a text from TC that is I just got your package the one I had sent a month yeah, a before. Month, yeah, yeah, yeah. So while I'm kind of moved on, this new person in my life, he comes back in. And with this kind of whole new, atti- not attitude, but mindset of, and I love you too. Because yeah. I wrote that in the, that letter. And so, you know, obviously I still have these feelings and I don't know what to do now. <laughs> so we, and I was, the the NYU guy like, he knew I had this ex-boyfriend and this stuff was going on also. And uh, so it was a weird time of me kind of trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Uh, and there was talk about getting back together with my ex as well. So this was like right around Thanksgiving where I'm going home and I made plans to see him. And and then this is something to... I, I grapple with this to this day, but I saw him when I went home and then I had sex with my ex or TC and that was my first time. So I was like, I trust this person. It's also kind of becomes like a thing you just want to get over, like get it over with. So I'm like, we have this history. I trust you. We are like saying I love you now, uh, I guess. Yeah. Like after you sending that package out now, all of a sudden, like. 
yeah it's this thing out that's out in the open and that you're saying to each other yeah and we're not like officially back together but i i do that thing and then of course at like right like afterwards he was like was that really your first time like he didn't believe me <laughs> and uh but it kind of was a thing that just needed to get out of the way and um and but very quickly then things kind of went a little bit more off the rails so uh still conflicted these two men competing for my affection not really i don't know uh it sounds nice to say but i go back to new york and literally a week later, a friend of mine calls me and was like, hey, right when you went off to college, uh, TC slept with my cousin, who I, I knew this person yeah. as well. And I wasn't as much upset that he, I kind of expected probably that he would go get involved with other people um, physically. But what I was really mad about was that he kept accusing me of hooking up with all these people while he was the one doing it. I yeah. didn't think that was fair. Yeah, back to that thing of like, he was just trying to get this thing out of you to almost like absolve his guilt of or whatever mm-hmm. and like to be like, well, I'm doing this, so hopefully she's doing it too. Right. And so I finally kind of had that evidence and I was so mad. And uh, I, I think I called him out on it, but also like literally a week later that I went and slept with the NYU guy because I was like, <laughs> fuck you. I have this relationship here now. And, but that messed up that relationship because he was like, are you still a virgin? And I was like, well, no. And he was like, oh, your ex. And I'm like, yeah. Like, it, so then we became friends with benefits. <laughs> which, yeah. Like that complicated which, that whole thing. Which complicated that whole thing. Um, Cause I, and I guess part of it was just me not really knowing where I wanted to put my, um, thoughts and emotions and that's something over the years I've had to deal with too is wait I need to not just focus on caring about what other people feel about me but actually thinking about like how I feel about them as well yeah because it's a lot of like oh this person's into me and saying this and that's nice and it's great to hear that but like where am I feeling at that Mm -hmm. moment yes and so I I do think I mean at this point too I'm literally cold turkey off of my antidepressants and I'm just uh but I'm also kind of coming to a, like a wit's end with with TC. Uh, we just we were fighting, and I can't remember what the final straw was, but I think it was something that was that was extremely sexist and kind of about maybe more of on the notes of like traditional family values. And I was, you know, I grew up in a really conservative household, and going to NYU is obviously totally different, but. I was just starting to realize these new themes of what it means to be an independent woman in this world and things like that. And he said something along the lines of what he thought a man and woman's role in the household should be and something about if uh, he was trying to get an opinion on something, he would take a a man's opinion over a woman's or something just unbelievably sexist. I remember I hung up the phone immediately and just didn't speak to him for days. And I don't know if that was the actual end or not of that relationship. But then he was very mad at me because he thought I used him for sex. Um, (laughs) And he told me that. And sometimes sometimes I don't know if I actually did or not. And I still think about that to this day. I'm like, this could have been the worst thing I've ever done. But I don't think I did. I think it was I gained this clarity from that experience 
of and like that was like a big part that I guess like it sucks but like that's always a big part of I guess everyone's life to an extent of like virginity and that type of thing once that was out of the way I could see more clearly yeah who I just this think person that, was yeah because I think it's just like I, it's just that thing that there's so much stakes on that idea of virginity at that age where mm-hmm. yeah I feel like there is that added weird pressure Again, like, especially, and it seemed like he was also putting that pressure on you regardless of what the, like, society pressure was. There's that extra thing, right? So you're, like, juggling all that stuff. Like, I remember when I was in high school, one of my, like, closest friends and I, we were both, like, virgins and both, like, oh, maybe, like, we should have sex before we go to college so, like, we know what it is. Like, that, it was truly, like, that type of thing. Yeah. And I remember it being, like, such a big deal and then having this, like, we kind of were like, let's test run this and see if there. we had never done anything together before. And we kind of, like, made out one night and it was weird. It was, like, really weird. It was, like, kissing your best friend right. and being like, like, what is going on? I feel like that should be in a movie or something. Oh, God. It was so weird. <laughs> and it was just, and I, my thing was I felt it was really weird and I just didn't know how to fully vocalize that to this person. And yeah. I think she was then... Like, oh, this is really exciting. This is going to be fun to do. And I was like the opposite of like, this doesn't feel the right way to do this. And I just never was able to like fully say that to her. And our friendship kind of ended over this thing. But again, it all came from this really big pressure of like virginity. Right. Mm-hmm. And it. Yeah. I, it's just a thing that I still feel bad about because I was like, God, I fucked this thing up. And yeah, it feels like a similar type of thing where you're like yeah. unsure of what your motivations were. Yes, it's, yeah, it's, and, and I know for him, for TC, it wasn't as big of, because he, he'd had sex plenty with, he had, yeah. you know, and I don't think he cared that much. He just wanted to have an intimate relationship with me initially, and then I don't know kind of what it ended up being, but uh, for me, it was a much bigger deal, Um, so. yeah. I, and I think maybe, too, part of the summer, I think maybe he thought he could have, like, convinced me, not that he pressured me he made me made me feel bad about it a couple times but i think i think maybe he thought he could convince me uh a little bit to do it sooner and maybe that was me trying to make up for something that lacked i had i had somehow lacked that summer i don't know what it was but i i definitely got clarity after that because like immediately when i returned back from that thanksgiving break and i just bad things that he did or said kept coming in and I was like so done um and I think he was actually very caught off guard with that because he thought we were getting back together yeah yeah it's sort of that thing of like finally this pressure that was there is like taken off and you're able to just be like oh this scenario wasn't nearly as good as Mm -hmm. it felt at times right and you're able to see like at you telling it right now it's like i could see some of those weird warning signs of like this this but yeah at the time you're like so caught up in it yeah and i i think like a big takeaway like i've brought because this is this is the last actually relationship i've probably had in like a decade like serious relationship of we're boyfriend and girlfriend or we're a couple that type of thing uh and yeah, about a decade since I moved to New York, um, which has been about nine years. And I think a lot of it is because I, I am someone that really does learn from experience. And like, 
I don't need to be told something twice usually. Or if you tell me twice, I get it. Like, yeah, I, uh, I'll have I'll be complaining about a guy and I'll have a friend be like, I'm going to give you advice you've given me. And I'm like, you know what? That's great advice. Thanks. That helped a lot. I'm moving on. Like, yeah. So I've had this weird, weirdly kind of clear mindset in terms of any of those like warning signs I'd seen from that relationship that I or th- that I had missed, I guess. I see them. I'll see them in someone now, and it's pretty low tolerance. So I do think that's part of the reason I've just like been <laughs> pretty alone <laughs> for a while because there was a lot in that story of of things that I kind of want to avoid. Yeah, like you basically, and this it's because my I would say this the relationship that I had at eighteen, like my first real love thing, was a whole similar fault like the fallout was kind of not great like Mm -hmm. the way it ended was not great but it was like a thing where i went a lot of years after that relationship without a seer i went yeah yeah i didn't say i love you to another person for nine years after that relationship ended which is a long time you know it was like and i you know i i i've talked about this with my therapist before uh where you she's she kind of framed it she's like you're not supposed to fall in love that often yeah or with everybody either and I'm definitely a tougher um shell to crack which is part of the reason I was really thankful for this relationship in a way was he did kind of crack through those walls I had up because he was so confident in us so early on um that I knew I was capable of uh you know going there with somebody which is nice to know I can do it because I sometimes I feel kind of like an ice queen I'm like no I can get (laughs) there yeah um it wasn't necessarily a healthy relationship but I'm like thankful for it in a weird way yeah because again you got to learn some of the things you don't want Mm -hmm. and probably some of the things you did there's probably good things you took away from that of like I like these certain things about both whether it was about this person or who I was in this scenario that you're able to Say like, great, this will, when this happens again, it'll be great to have this experience or whatever. Yeah. And especially, I think too, uh, for being like so vulnerable at that time, for me to be able to really stand up for myself towards the end, I'm also like very impressed with. Uh, And I mean, pretty much like that first semester of college, like everything fell apart by the end. Uh, And like even the, the other, the NYU guy, that ended like a month or two after yeah and so then it was just me (laughs) and this stuff did yeah did you feel like it finally let you figure out how to like both work with this stuff and live with this stuff and like figure out how to just yeah be yourself i mean that took like years and years of work after but it was definitely putting a lot more of like i need to yeah, you kind of have to do this face stuff it. on my own. Yeah, I have to do this on my own. I'll get it sorted. And it, I mean, yeah, it took years. You know, I'm still working. Through yeah, yeah. Not that it's like but- <laughs> you solved it, but it's like it just made you stop kind of like ignoring it in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and putting, I mean, you still have to, like, I guess, put faith in others to help you, but not necessarily, you can't, they can't fix everything. Yeah. And I mean, that's how it's been since. Like, going to therapy and all of these things that I've just kind of done it on my own. And so it's like, oh, I don't necessarily need, not that I'm like, I'm, I'm a strong independent <laughs> yeah, yeah, woman yeah. who needs no man, <laughs> but I didn't need someone. And I think also what, and I'm realizing this now, and I'm 27, I always forget how old I am, I think I'm 27, <laughs> uh, 
is now it's more it's a part of being seen actually for you know don't fix my issues but see my issues and hear me out i mean i wasn't seen in that relationship at all um yeah i guess like you literally said how he just kind of like set that stuff aside and was like oh whatever mm -hmm. instead of kind of like yeah knowing that was a part of you and embracing those things it was like "Ah, i'm just gonna kind of pretend this stuff is not there and that's not what someone who's depressed (laughs) wants to hear like uh Uh, just snap out of it right very much (laughs) Well, thanks so much for sharing. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, do you have anything you want to tell people about that you do in the world or on the oh, internet that they can follow you? Yes. Uh, I um, am on social media, uh, but I only care about Twitter. So <laughs> you can follow me there if you want. It's Virginia Dickens. But my handle, it's all caps, but the I's are lowercase L's because somebody else took. Uh, and I don't know. I have updates on stuff I've written directed around the city. Um, I'm on Milwaukee Sketch Comedy Sketch Team. Cool. At the Magnet Theater. Yeah. Well, check those out. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is how we love. This is how we fight for something that's right. Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Twitter and Instagram at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts. Love Hurts.